Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello and welcome to the All by the Popcorn podcast. I'm Alessandra. And I'm Emily. And today we're going to talk about Captain Marvel but not after we recap the last month of our hiatus. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and, and quickly discuss uh, the Oscars, just because we, we never did that. Yeah, I'm really sorry for everybody who was listening to us uh, and that we went off air. You know, the Oscars were a really incredible time for us, and it was really busy. And then I ended up going back to New York and then coming back to California with my boyfriend, and I've just been really busy and Emily's been really busy at work, so we've had no time to do a podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's been a tough couple of weeks, so uh, we're but we're gonna be getting back into it. Mm-hmm. And we saw movies in in those those weeks. We did uh, like last night. I watched Free Solo, and uh, we both saw Alita. Yes, so Which we'll be talking about Alita, but once we read the manga, yeah, we're gonna have to catch up on that later. Um, definitely have some thoughts about Alita, though. Yeah. Most but, definitely. Uh, so the Oscars, uh, what did y'all think of the Oscars? Because <laughs> that was a time. They don't need a host. Emily kept tweeting, which was really funny. Yeah, if, uh, if you guys were around watching the Oscars, um, I had a good time tweeting. If you want to go back and look at those, that's literally the most tweeting I ever do. Yep. On, on the Twitter account. <laughs> Every year. Every year. She goes for it. It's the one day I, I tweet a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it started off with, uh, this, this ABC ghost says a head-banging performance by Queen with Adam Lambert, and Emily says she didn't like Adam Lambert singing, which I thought he was fine. I thought he was fine. I just would have much rather enjoyed, uh, a Freddie hologram. I think that the, the songs they chose, which are We Will Rock You and We Are the Champions, uh were slow in tempo, and I just felt like it could have been faster tempo songs of Queens. Yeah, and I feel like they could have been maybe, like, I, I don't know, the, those two are, like, my most favorite songs by them. No. Either. I mean, they're, f- they're like, one of the more famous ones, for Oh, most sure. definitely. They're definitely the most famous. Yeah, so I think it's, like, that's probably why, but to be honest, like, I just thought it was fine. Like, watching out in the audience, some people are really going, and then just, to me, it just felt like it was kind of empty. It was probably way more fun in person, obviously, since you're getting, like, a little four-minute concert, but it was, it was, yeah. uh, it was also very short. I was honestly just, just starting to look at Twitter when this was going on, and I missed the entire thing. Like, it's so... I don't know. The beginning was just like whatever. I really enjoyed right after that mm. with uh, Tina, Tina Fey and Amy Poehler and Maya Rudolph. And Maya, that was the best. They were the best. They were hilarious. Their jokes were really, really funny and stupid, and um, I thought it was great. They and, they did so many funny little puns, and and that's kind of how it just went for the rest of the evening. Because mm-hmm. again, all the hosts have their own 
Uh, all the presenters, not hosts, all the presenters have their own little bits that they do. Yeah, and, there were some really good ones, too. And and I feel like that helped the Oscars not go over in time, not having a host. It did, and it, it felt like it w- went a lot smoother. There yeah. really wasn't, like, a lot of breaks that you were just like, this is taking too long. And we actually no, had yeah. a lot more time for the people to do their speeches. Yeah, it was very quick and efficient, and I thought it was very well put together. It didn't seem yeah. to be such a hot mess with, like, like the, the extravagant things that the hosts like to do. Yeah, but even then, the presenters had some extravagant things. Like, my favorite one of all time was Mar- Melissa McCarthy and wearing Brian all the Tyree costumes. Henry wearing all the costumes. Wearing all it, the costumes! That was so funny. Oh my gosh, she was wearing this whole that bunny that <laughs> the, rabbit. The, the rabbits puppet. are all over the, the like, the train the of train. her dress. Oh my of the gosh! Coat. And it was then so Brian funny. Tyree Henry was wearing like the Black Panther dots around his eyes. Yes, God, that was so funny. They're just like wearing like all the costumes. I also just loved it. It was so funny and cute. I just loved uh, when James McAvoy came out with um, who was it? Who did he come out with? Who was it? <clears throat> Can you describe the person? Uh, she was beautiful. She was beautiful. <laughs> Um, well... Well, he came out with someone, and they just had, like, some cute little funny... Mm-hmm. Oh, it was, it was, um, it was, a. Uh... Oh, what was her name? Dinah. Di, di, uh... Oh, uh, Dinah Gurr. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, yes. That was really cute. And they, yeah. like, had a cute little, like, back and forth, and they were just, like, like, I don't know, they kept, like, getting louder as the each, as each one kept talking, and it was just super, like, random and hilarious. I, I thought they were you super cute. You know what cute. I didn't... I didn't really put two and two together, but you know the girl who's in, um... Black Klansman, the one who is uh, the girlfriend in the movie. Yeah, yeah. She was in Spider-Man Homecoming. She's the girl that he has a crush on. The high schooler? The high schooler, yeah. No. Yeah. I didn't realize it, but it's the same girl. And I've learned that on on the Stuff You Should Know podcast about Black Klansman, the real story. Um, no. The, yeah, the actress is the same one that he has a crush on in Spider-Man: Homecoming. It, How old and, is and she in Spider-Man: Homecoming? I, I had, uh, I had a feeling that that was her because I had seen her before, and I was like, "What do I know this girl from?" You know. And uh, yeah, I think she's in the next one as well. She's got to be anyway. I mean, I mean, she could probably have left school because you know her. She her was dad's in jail. <laughs> That's right. She's the... Her dad is Birdman. Yes, her dad is Birdman. Right, right. That's... That is her. Laura Harrier. Yep, that's her. Yep. She's the one in Black Landsman. She also came out with that uh, senator um, as well, who was uh, marched in Selma. Oh, okay. She's... How old is she? She was born in 90, so she's 29. Whoa. Uh, yeah. She... Looked like a high schooler. She really did, and she didn't look like a high schooler in Black Klansman. And she didn't look like a high schooler in Black Klansman. <laughs> what? Yeah. What? So anyway, that's that's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. So other highlights for you? Um, um, great winners. We had some great winners. That that was really fun. I, I was wrong about Spider Man, which I was really excited about. That you. I had chosen Incredibles two to win the Oscar and Spider Man into the Spider Verse one. Oh yes, yes, that was. So the Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse was the only one I felt 100% confident on. I, I just, again, I was wrong a lot, actually. I was wrong a lot, too. So, I think I got, like, 50%. I got, I got, like, a, I got, like, a D. I don't <laughs> think I got 50, but... 
Um, I, I, I got about half of them right. Maybe, maybe just one less than half. Oh my God. Last year I did super well. This year I did not well. It was, it was a weird year. Who won, uh, uh, who did I, I think I chose Olivia Coleman to win for Best Actress and you, you chose, I chose, I chose as well. You chose her as well? I believe so. Did I choose Glenn Close? I don't remember. I don't, I don't remember. Did one, did you choose Glenn Close? I thought I chose Olivia Coleman. Um, but anyway, yeah, so Olivia Coleman won, which is super awesome. Some people were not happy about that. Like, I, I don't know. There was this... Why? She's the best. Okay, n- not people, but this one person. <laughs> I, I figured... I, why, I found out that I was following <laughs> someone on Twitter, and every time they would post something about the Oscars, I was like, what's wrong with you? And I would just like... Yeah, you're and like, then I, un- I unfollowed him, like, during the night. I was like, I just kept seeing their tweets pop up, and I'm like, what's wrong with you? And then I just, I was like, I'm unfollowing you. That's... I don't- I don't yeah. need this negativity. We don't need that kind they're of negativity. They're just being super negative. And yeah. I'm like, geez. And they're like, wow, all the closers are going to are gonna hate are gonna ha- like hate the Oscars right now because of Glenn Close. They're like, this person really wanted Glenn Close to win. And, and she, I would have been happy if she won. Honestly, she was amazing. Yeah, but but Col- Olivia Coleman is an amazing actress. So I she totally. She was awesome. She's great in everything she's been in. My parents just finished watching Broadchurch and she's in that too. And she's fantastic. Ooh. I've seen that. Yeah. Around. On, on Netflix. Yeah. Ads. I've seen the ads. I have not seen it. I've seen, yeah. I've seen well, the ads. I've watched quite a bit of it because I've been home so much in the past two months, so. You sure have. <sighs> yeah. Are you sure? Are you sure you live in New York? Are you sure you live there? Gosh, Emily. <laughs> I literally, so far this year, have spent less time in New York than in Boston and California. You sure have. I sure have. Do I live in New York? I don't know. Do, I, I'm asking the same thing. I don't know. We're all asking the same question here, Alessandra. <sighs> um, all right, moving on. So uh, Rami won yeah. Best Actor, which he totally deserved. He's a beautiful baby, and uh, he fell off the stage, apparently. He did. I saw. I watched him fall. Oh. It was after the show. Oh. It was after the show. Poor baby. Uh, Spike Lee was really mad that Green Book won. <laughs> Oh my gosh! I loved. <laughs> Did you watch that? I, video? I sent you the video. Loved Spike Lee Ugh. the entire night. I was so I was so excited that he won though. I was like jumping for joy. I was super excited. Oh, I was so happy that Black Panther won. Such a little ball of joy that man. He's, oh, he's so funny. And I just loved his reaction. Oh, it was so amazing. He like walks around like he like peacocks around. Yeah, he's like really excited. Yeah, that's like how he walked around. He's so funny. He jumped on Samuel Jackson. Yes, I saw that. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah, that was great. I'm glad that Black Lantern won though. That was great. But stupid fucking Green Book won screenplay and Ugh. and best picture. Ugh. Everybody agrees that that was a miss. Everyone. I mean, I I saw so much backlash for that. It was just so stupid. Yeah. It uh. <sighs> Nobody wanted it to win. I'm sorry. No, it just didn't deserve it. It really didn't. It was it too... Didn't. It was, you know, uh, 10, 15 years ago, maybe, but not today. Every other movie on that list deserved to win more than it. Really? Yes. Okay. Every other movie. Every other movie. Yeah. I would have yeah. been happy if Vice won. Yeah. I would have been happy... Yeah. Yeah, me too. I would have been happy... Uh, if... I, would, I wanted that one to win more than... Yeah. You're right. Honestly. Yeah. I, I actually would have would have preferred Bohemian Rhapsody to win. No. <laughs> Actually, no. Actually, no, that's that's the one that I... Uh, nope. No. Nope. That, that one's underneath Green Book for sure. Wow. I watched it again on the plane and I was like, no. This movie is not good. I don't understand why it got nominated in the first place. We all know that Roma should have won. Yes. Roma 100% should have won. And, and then next to Roma, the favorite. Yes. And then... <laughs> and then what? 
uh, Black Clan. No, the Black Black Handsman. Black Clansman. Yeah, yeah. And then Black Panther. <laughs> <laughs> I actually think a Star is Born. A Star is Born. No, no. Would go before Black after before Black Panther, and then Black Panther. Like, yeah. So Black Clansman. Yeah. Then Stars. Star is Born. Yeah. No, I'm the other way around. Really? Yeah. Most okay. definitely. Okay. Um, oh, we got a great uh, Dana Carvey and Mike Myers t- introduced Bohemian Rhapsody, which was great because everybody knows them from Wayne's World doing their Bohemian Rhapsody in the car uh, bit. And that got the song popular again in the 90s. Oh, awesome. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yep. It's a it's a big chunk of movie knowledge that you now know. Yes. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of people know this scene. Thank you. I now know. Yes. (laughs) I can add it to the catacombs. Yep. That is my brain. I was thinking, you know, I say this a lot. I am on a quest to watch every film ever. And honestly, there's no... going? It's going. You know, we're doing a good job. We watch a lot of movies. Are you going to also watch Manos, The Hands of Fate? I've seen that. I've seen it on... (laughs) I've seen it on um, uh, Mystery Science Theater 3000. Oh, man. That's what I've seen it on. Oh, man. But... I mean, not, you know, not every movie ever, but every movie worth watching ever. Like, I'm not going to go watch all the, like, ten Fast and Furious movies or something. Oh, yeah. Most yeah, definitely There's not. not. There's things that I just feel like aren't worth watching, but there's so many things that are worth watching, so I'm just going to try to watch everything that's worth watching. That and that's has anything and, to contribute to cinema. And that's a goal we should all try and reach. Yes. Because there's a lot of cinema out there. And speaking of, <laughs> we need to do our alphabet. Okay. <laughs> Worms. So this is what the first half of this episode's gonna be about, I guess. Is just getting our damn podcast life back together. Yeah, it's a, it's a, we've been really off about it because we have so much to do. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. Okay, Um, what were you gonna say? I'm sorry, I keep cutting you off. I don't know, I'm just, I'm not trying to, I'm trying trying to think back. Um, Gaga and, uh, and Cooper? And Bradley Cooper's. (laughs) Uh, performance was, uh... Sensual. It was just like watching A Star Is Born all over again. It really was. All the feels, all the love. It's so ironic how they make fun of the exact thing that they're doing on stage. Like, being a star. They make fun of it? In 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 the the movie, they don't make fun of it, but they make, like, kind of a satire of it in the way that her career goes. I mean, she's clearly making crap music in the movie. It's not yeah. like you're watching it and you're like, And she's like this dying her hair in ugly color. And she's yeah, it, wearing, she like, looks like too gaudy. She looks too fake. Yeah, she's she's becoming someone who she's not. And, and uh, yeah. Yeah. Let's see, what else happened? <laughs> There's the, <laughs> we're looking one. at the picture again of the, what, of the, the, co- of the costume and, and Ruthie Cardi's right? one. Yeah, yeah that's oh so funny. Gosh. Oh, and there's Spike. So cute. <sighs> yeah. That performance was good. Nice nice performances by Jennifer Hudson and Bette Midler. He, I even like this one, too. Oh, yeah. I really a... like that song from Buster Scruggs. Yeah, uh, the Buster Scruggs, when a cowboy... Changes his spurs for wings. Exchanges? Ex- transfers. <laughs> Exchanges. <laughs> when a cowboy trades. Trades. <laughs> <laughs> what word is it? Yeah, it's trades. It's trades. 
That's a good song. I love that song. Yeah. It's a great song. I'm glad song. that it got nominated for uh, screenplay as well. And we had some nice screenplay nominations, which we watched as well. Definitely. Yeah. Most definitely. Olivia Coleman's speech was the best. She's so cute. I love, I love when she like, she did like the <laughs> noise that she was yeah, like, gotta she, hurry up. She's funny. And period end of sentence one as well, which uh, is on Netflix and we need to watch I it. I loved their, their speech. Yeah. Their speech was amazing. Yeah. It, it was really great watching all those women on stage. And uh, also the free solo winners as well. Yes. Um, Kiron won like two. He won the cinematography and for Roma. So that was great because he had some great things to say. That guy's so cheeky. I love him. Yeah. And the fact that, so uh, handsome. that I love, uh, I love Kiron. Guillermo, Guillermo yeah. del Toro fought his sickness yeah. to get into his tux <laughs> yeah. and go down there so he could present the, <laughs> the, the Oscar. Yeah. He said, um, on Twitter, I think a couple days before, he said, like, I- I'd love to come down and present and be there for a, for a Curon. Oh, he, um, he couldn't present because, oh, I see. I see. Well, he said at the Oscars that he was sick, like he was fighting a cold, but I think the tweet was just like, if I can get into my tuxedo, I'll, I'll be there. And I'm and like... And he presented and I was like, oh, they're best friends. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I love you. They Mexican brothers. Yeah, so, uh, that was just... That's pretty much it. Yeah, that was a... It was a pretty bland Oscars, but it also was, like, better that way, you know? Yeah. I think it... I think without all the... Without all the ex- extravagance here and there... Yeah. And just, they made it... They made it about the movies and about the people at the movies. Yeah, there wasn't any, like, big dance numbers and stuff. It was just, like, chill. Yeah, very chill and very, like, just... Even Queen was subdued, so... Yeah, which is surprising. Yeah, because they're queen. Yeah. Okay, so anyway, uh, that's our thoughts. And if you would like to go read Emily's Twitter, please do it on the uh, uh, at by the popcorn Twitter. Um, yeah, at, at, at by the popcorn. Yeah, yes. and then, um, so I guess we're going to talk about Captain Marvel now? Yeah. So Let's... I watched this video today uh, explaining the long history of Captain Marvel. She's like, she was a man named Marvell first. Oh. And uh, Carol was a, like, assistant to him. And then he became, he, like, died, and then she got the powers or something, just like in the movie, kind of similar way. And... Well, but she got them from the from The, the Tesseract. And the plane, but, yeah. Um, it was like she got it from some experiment that went wrong and the... Because Marvel was like a, like a scientist or something in in the Air Force, similar to the Annette Benning character in yeah. the movie, um, to the Lady Marvel. Yes, Lady Marvel, and uh, so then after that she was Miss Marvel, Ms. Marvel, Ms. Marvel. Yeah, I read about that. And then she became Captain Marvel like pretty recently. Like it wasn't until recently that she became Captain Marvel. In the recent comics? Yeah, but she okay. has she was in the comics for a long time, and people, like, knew her, and she was only in, like, one series, one TV series or something. Um, a TV series? Okay. Like, you know, like an animated show. Okay. An, like, one of them from the 80s or whatever. Okay. Yeah, so, like, she was... People are, like, being real stupid about trolling this movie. Did you hear about that? No. Oh, my God. People wrote on the, the Rotten Tomato, like, trolls did, like, incels, 
they wrote on the the Rotten Tomatoes like weeks and months ago that the movie was terrible. So they were like putting the ratings really low, oh and just gosh. like saying that she's not a real hero, and you know putting her down because she's a woman, and it's just you know really misogynistic stuff been happening. Um, How can so on Rotten Tomatoes you can you can put a review of a movie before the movie's even released? I think so. Oh, they yeah. need to fix that. Yeah, I know. Well, they need to fix that. They, they actually did their best to try to remove them. But, you know, it's like people are just trolling. You know, they're just being they're just being mean and really, really misogynistic. And she's just like, Brie Larson's just, fuck you guys, you know. Well, yeah, but she, she's she been getting stuff like this ever since she got announced as Captain Marvel. Like with the mm-hmm. whole poster incident where she she's like not smiling in it. And they're yeah. like, you know, Brie Larson, why don't you smile more? And then they like edited the, the poster to make them smile. And that's, that's exactly what it and is. And that's where yeah, the whole the like, like make all the superheroes smile in their in their posters and that's when they made like Iron Man do it and Benedict Cumberbatch and you know all them so yeah people have been like oh this isn't real because she's like not a real like this isn't her real story and it's like are you kidding me literally all of the Marvel films that have come out in the past 10 years are adaptations of the text they're not exactly the same because they want to keep you in the dark so like how how is this any different than any of the other characters that we've seen? How is this different from any other type of book to movie adaptation in general? Yeah, I mean you can't put you can't make everything word for word, page for page. You can't, especially with comics. There's variations of every single comic character. Yeah, they're they're different. The in canon different doesn't universes. exist. Yeah, yeah, they're in so many different universes. Yeah, if, if someone has an idea of of something cool that you know Iron Man could be doing or Superman could be doing, they just write a whole new story about this. They person. do, and then they put whoever they want in there with them. Yeah, because books you can put you can publish anything you want. Like I mean, whatever story is a part of them, you don't know what's what. Like you said, you don't know what's yeah. canon. Yeah, it's, it, it doesn't. It's, it's, it's not all like... there for you to enjoy. It's yeah. all there. All adaptations of all types of things. Well, you know, this is why I have an issue with. I have an issue with the the canon of the X-Men series. Okay. Because the original movies are supposed to exist in the same, like, world as these new movies that are coming out. Oh. But they're in a different timeline. So that's why they have a completely different set of characters. Okay. So it's like, it's similar to, you know, how Star Trek 2009 has, uh, it starts off with the whole time rift situation. Yeah. That makes it different than the show. But yeah. it's still part of the Star Trek universe. Everything is supposed to be in the same universe, but it's a different, um, you know, timeline. timeline. Yeah. So it's kind okay. of like the same thing. And I have a problem with these new movies because it, they basically just completely get do away with whatever happened 10, you know, 15 years ago with the original X-Men and the original X-Men cast. And... They're just like, well, we'll just change it up and do it how we wish with all these new faces and these fresh people. And I just, like, don't like it. I don't like how they do that, you know? Yeah, it's interesting how they kind of... uh, The younger people. Well, yeah, but, I mean, they had to reintroduce it somehow, just like with with new Spider-Baby. I mean, Spider-Man's had a pretty rough go of it, too. I mean, with with all the different... So, it's tough, and... I don't know. I just don't think that they're good enough movies on their own. Like, they need to flow within a universe that doesn't exist in in a beautiful shell like the MCU does. Yeah, that's why I feel like maybe they're trying to kind of just separate themselves from the older movies. They definitely are. And just kind of go off and try and start their own story. Well, they've been. They've got, like, four movies now. Yeah. With, like, Dark Phoenix coming out and everything. Which I'm actually 
kind of excited about that one. Yeah, but like, did you see Apocalypse? Did you see the one before? So this is going to be in the same timeline. So like, why? Because I've been told you don't really have to watch any of them. You're right. You don't. You don't. You don't have to watch it. I can just pick and choose. (laughs) Which is, you know, what's nice about Captain Marvel is that it's a standalone film. You don't need to watch the other films to, to get it. It's, it's. That's fine. True. Like it's 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 its own like circle of story that I wish had a little bit more to do with what's going to happen in Infinity War, but it doesn't really matter because it's a it's its own little '90s pocket film. Well, yeah, and and I guess maybe that was that was my issue with it is that it didn't. I don't, I don't feel like it really picked a side. It didn't it didn't tie a lot to Endgame or Infinity War. Yeah, but it also didn't really tell me enough of the story. Like, I do feel like a lot yeah. of story, and, and this is, I haven't read any of the comic books, not a comic book reader, don't know anything about the comics, but I felt like there was no story here at all. Yeah. It Barely. Was, it, it, was, was, it was, it was, it was like a fragment of a, of a thought of a story. Yeah. There was like, like, we got thrown, like, I know we were, we have been, um, introduced to the Kree before, uh, but that still doesn't mean I, I know what what they're what's happening yeah i know it's it's kind of like they had to introduce us to so many things to get us to be on on carol's side but yeah i read this article uh yesterday that said i'm really happy that captain marvel wasn't a good movie like it's a fine movie it's It's like fine yeah it's it's fine it's not a bad movie it's just fine and you know what it's not bad but it's not good yeah (laughs) it's perfectly fine it's just fine but you know the i love the article because it was like we need to be, we need to be making mediocre films with women in them. Because, you know what? Do you know how many fucking, um, like, mass of mediocre, like, men-led films there are? Yeah, and I like this, <laughs> and I like this article we from need to Entertainment have Weekly because Kevin, Kevin Feige kind of talks about that. Yeah, like, we need he, to have some boring movies with women in them because that means we can have more films with women in them. Like, this movie's still made a lot of money. It's still going to be making a lot of money. Yeah, see, he says it He says it right here. Um, he says, I think, uh, what is it? Like, the standards aren't, like, we need to make sure that the standards aren't, like, up in the sky where no one can reach them. You know, like... Yeah, I'm I'm still completely shocked that, that Wonder Woman was, was just so good just because of how bad DC has been doing. Yeah. That one was way better than the other ones, but still, like... I didn't like the end of that movie. No, the end was awful, but but everything leading up to the end was amazing. Yeah. And, and, and it was definitely not your average superhero film. Yeah. And I liked it like that. Yeah. Um, but this is your average superhero film, and that's what makes it so great. Like, it needs to have that averageness in order to bring it into the zeitgeist so that we we can have things that are a little bit more exciting or a little bit more boring, you, you know, just like every other male-led film. Well, yeah, and, and even just giving these, like, I mean, I, I don't think these, these two directors are particularly new, but they definitely have not made that many different films. Um, what are their names? Uh, Anne, no. Yeah, the, yeah, one of the directors is a woman. Anna Boden and Ryan Fleck. The two yeah. of them have worked together on this other movie that I really enjoyed that wasn't that great. But um, it what was, movie? it's kind of a funny story. Oh, yeah. With, with Emma Roberts. I do like that movie. And I like that movie a lot. Zach Galifianakis. Yeah, Zach Galifianakis and... And uh, that kid from Atypical, right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> that's, a great, I, that's a great movie. And that movie, like, thinking back, I've only seen that movie a handful of times. My little sister and I love that movie just because the, the interactions really nice. between these characters yeah. are so funny and so, like so well prepared yeah but like the story is just kind of like meh yeah so right i'm definitely right. comparing it it's a based lot. on a book though so that's that's probably why 
Yeah, so this movie reminds me a lot of it's kind of a funny story because, like, mm. the, the characters and the dialogue were pretty yeah. well-developed and pretty well-maintained. Like, but it's the just story the story was... around them was falling apart. The screenplay apart. was not good. The screenplay was not that good. But, yeah, the, the characters were really good. But the characters were fantastic. <laughs> and their interactions like, they were really were really fun. Good. I love these characters. I love the scroll. I love Ben Mendelsohn. Yeah, me too. I, I, I love baby Phil Coulson. I love... I love, the, I, I love baby... Nick Fury. Yeah. Like, I loved all of these characters. I loved Goose. Yeah, Goose. I, I loved when, uh, at the very end, when um, uh, Captain Marvel and uh, Fury are wash, like, washing and drying the dishes together. Yeah. That was, like, such a cute moment. Well, yeah, because a lot of them, once once she got down to Earth, I had a lot of problems with everything that was happening on Kree. Yeah. Like, before she got b- to Before Earth. she got to Earth. But by the time she got to Earth, things were kind of... <laughs> Riding the subway on Cree. <laughs> <laughs> Things were kind of making a bit more sense and were kind of like, because I, I like how they how how they set up the film. It maybe was a little too complicated for them to handle, but, yeah. you know, having the, the, the memory slowly come back, but then she's still kind of like, kind of like living her current life, but then trying to yeah. remember her yeah, past yeah, yeah. life. That's a lot to, that's a lot to handle. That's, that's a that's lot. That's a lot for a story to be able to do and to make sense. And I feel like quite... I just don't think they they could handle it. Like it, it was yeah. a bit too complicated. But yeah. once they once they stepped her down on Earth, yeah, gave things, her a, a purpose and simpl- simplified things. Yes, because clear. because thing, things were way too complicated well, then, on Creed. Then we got that twist with the, who's the bad guy actually, and I that know, kind right? of threw it into the loop too. Because that came way too late. Yeah, and it was like okay, so we're on their side now. Like she trusts like it. It was too much. It was too much going on. We were we were we were getting a lot of information at once and not really getting time to process it or or even them just like detailing it for us. They were just we were, they were just throwing it at yeah, us. They were we just, just had to take it as it was. Well, like they also repeated things over and over again. Yeah. It started off right from the get-go. She's riding the subway with Jude Law. She's like, "Well, Oh, who do you see? Because I know that you see the person who you respect the most when you meet the elder or whatever. She and then she says it again when she meets the elder. She says, "Uh, you're." She just every time she repeated, "Well, it's the person that you see the most." Like we got that. You don't need to keep. Re- yeah. You don't need to keep repeating it. Clearly, you know what it is. We know what it is. Yeah. You said it three times in the movie. It's it's too much. Like. The audience is not stupid, and I felt like they were holding our hands a lot of the time. Yeah, that was a with lot the of dialogue that. anyway, with with the screenplay. Yeah, and I also had a little bit because you know this article from EW they they really they really pushed that she was human and she was flawed, and we got this yes. a lot from Jude Law saying like yeah. you're too emotional, right? You're yeah. never right. going to be able to handle your super awesome powers. You can't like, control you're, your powers. You're never going to be good enough, and and it was just <sighs> you. You could tell that he was trying to push her down from the beginning, and that he was like trying to repress her. Well, yeah, repress. Yeah, because I. Okay, looking back now, I can kind of see how it was maybe just them trying to repress her, like you said, but and manipulate her. But at the time, it didn't seem like it was a manipulation because we thought he was a good guy. Yeah, we thought he was a good guy, and I thought he was just being annoying. Right. So because you know, yeah, fucking don't tell, don't tell me that you're that I'm being too emotional. <laughs> yeah, that's like, ridiculous. Uh, that telling then, a woman that she's being too emotional is ridiculous. That's so, the point of it. So it was just weird because again, we didn't get this information till the very end, and so here we are just receiving this information from Jude Law saying that. 
She's not going to be able to handle her powers ever. Yeah. She's too emotional. She's too human. She's too flawed. But then at the very end, she's just like, I did it! Like, yeah. it was all done. I know. And it was all done. She, she... It, it really felt like there was no struggle. The only struggle was Jude Law being like, you're too emotional. You can't do this. Like, that was the only, like, struggle I felt. You know what we, we should have had in this movie was a montage or some kind of, like, scene where she was trying to discover her powers for what they really were. Yeah. Because we didn't get that at all. Yeah, she, she just, just like, exploded in, in her color and you were like, well, great. And 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 she and she destroyed the transmitter because she obviously she just found out that that was the thing that was holding her back. Like the transmitter was I think making her powers not not be their they full were, potential. I think they were blocking her powers. They were blocking her. Yes. And so and then at out of nowhere she's like, "Oh, well, let's see what happens when I'm free." Like, when did when were you why didn't she do that like, when she figured out that they were bad? Yeah, I feel like she figured she that out way done too it. late. She should have done it as soon as the creep or the scroll person was like, you're on the wrong side, girl. She should have, like, she just just ripped it out. Yeah. Like, I don't understand why that needed to be... Yeah. It, it was... <laughs> but as a character, I really liked her. I really liked how strong she was. She was, she was really cool. You know, it was cool that she was a human that got turned into a Kree or, you know, a... That that got the powers of the Tesseract, I guess, is really what happened. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> um, we know you don't know that. The Echo doesn't know. Don't, don't say oh, it. I can't say her name. Don't I'm say sorry. her name. I'm sorry. Don't say her name. <laughs> um, yeah, see, I Are I we like... limiting the, 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 the Echo's powers? What? Are we, are we pushing her down? Are I'm we sorry. Re- repressing her? I'm sorry. Just be, be you. <laughs> Be who you were always meant to be. Okay. I don't want to hold you back from your dreams. I think she's fine now. Okay. It's okay. We're, we we have, we have a good relationship. Okay. I haven't heard her, like, freakishly laugh, so that's a, that's a plus in my book. <laughs> <laughs> so, again, I, I liked, I liked Captain Marvel's, like, awesome powers as well. I just didn't really like how they were shown to us. Like, I don't know. I just... Yeah. Yeah. Because, again... It, like she can be she could be powerful and she could be awesome it just it just felt it felt so like babyish like her like <laughs> bounding around and yeah, just being like flying around just, yeah bound, flying bounding just like stomping all over well, maybe it would have made more sense if she was a, you know she doesn't have like the um like it might have might have worked if she was a little bit more joyous because she's not really a joyous person you see, I don't think that was the issue. No. I, it, yeah, she's more, she's pretty serious. I mean, yeah, and, well, she had, she always had those fun moments just, like, with, with the people she was around. It was just when she was, and even when she was fighting, she'd kind of have, like, a fun, like, joking yeah, attitude. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think it was that. I just think it was, it was kind of like how everyone reacted around her. Like, it was just, I feel like they didn't, they didn't. How am I trying to describe this? Cause like, I don't want to. I don't want to say that it was a bad thing that she's like this super awesome, like powerful being because that is awesome, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I loved seeing her just like completely destroy shit at the end of the movie. Oh yeah, she I was just, so cool. She had so much power too. I think one of my favorite things was how powerful she was. I just wish we were kind of like gradually brought yes. into it. Yes, not just like, just like I've been having trouble. 
you know, figuring out my powers this whole time and figuring out who I am and figuring out and figuring out and figuring out because we're doing the exact same thing, lady. We don't even know what's happening. Yeah. And then just out of nowhere, it's all clear and amazing and a hundred and uh huh. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Just, and it's like all, all better. It's all better. It's hard to write a screenplay, Emily. It's hard. <sighs> it's hard. I I understand uh, that. What remember Welcome to Marwin? You remember that shit? Ugh. Everybody goes to that podcast, it's hilarious. <laughs> is it? It really is. We just shit on that movie the whole time. Because it deserved to be shit on. It really was bad, yeah. <sighs> it was bad. <laughs> Definitely do not leave here today thinking that we did not like Captain Marvel. I did like because- it. Ooh. Oh my, somebody forgot to plug in their computer. Um, I remembered to plug in the microphone. That's pretty important. <laughs> you want me to do it? Yeah, can you? Why don't you why don't you try to make another point while I go get your plug? I don't have any more points to give. You don't have any more points? Can I can I give you something to talk about and then you can talk about it? Okay. Wait, I, I, I want to read this I want to read this quote, <laughs> okay, that, you I read never, the quote that I never read. There, there you go, you got it. Okay, so I'm reading the uh Entertainment Weekly little little snippet of uh captain marvel and i just kind of over like kind of just talks about Did I get whatever it? yeah it's good it kind of just talks about very, very vaguely this, this article tells you literally nothing um, yeah, they never tell you anything that's why i don't like those fucking magazines there's too many <laughs> i get it okay but sometimes they have good stuff do they with the with the with the oscars did i plug it quit stepping on my shit no, it's fine. We're good. Maybe, did you step on my Garmin watch? Oh, goodness. Um, okay. So it says, there, and there's some very nice, empowering stuff that uh, Kevin Feige says uh, that I really I really enjoyed reading. Because, um, you know, these are just all fluff pieces. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> That's exactly what they are. <laughs> Does anybody really respect them? Um, and so he's, he's talking about, like, uh, oh, God. I'm just going to read this whole thing. (laughs) (laughs) Carol Danvers makes her debut at a particularly momentous time in the MCU's 10-year history. For one, key players like Chris Evans, Captain America, may leave the franchise after Avengers 4, with new heroes such as Captain Marvel and Black Panther poised to take over the spotlight. And there's still that pressure of being the first MCU film about a solo hero who happens to be a woman. So, um, what took so long? I think there's a lot of reasons, Feige says. Not the least of which was fighting for many years the erroneous notion that audiences did not want to see a female female led hero film because of a slew of because of a slew of films fifteen years ago that didn't work. And my belief was always that they didn't work not because they were female led stories, they didn't work because they were not particularly good movies. But I think that also I feel like this also ties back to the fact that you're talking about that there are also like their expectations were a lot higher. And, you know, we're seeing movies like, well, the ones he's talking about, I'm sure, are like Tomb Raider, you know, I don't know. But you know what movies do great? You know what movie was fucking great? Terminator. Sarah Connor's the lead in Terminator. She's fucking badass and everybody loves Terminator. So why does that not make, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. And and I, and maybe I don't quite think that this, that this quote is true because, I mean, it's not the fact that, like, the female-led heroes were bad. I mean, I feel like a lot of a lot of Marvel's first films weren't very good. Like pretty much the first two Thors. Yeah. Like, I know. Like that's what I'm saying. The whole the, the men movies have way more wiggle room to be bad than female-led films. 
And they have been, yeah. The expectations, the 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 way that they have to be, is like they have to be all Wonder Woman's, you know. Like they don't have to be all Wonder Woman's. They can be Captain Marvels. That it doesn't need to be like this is extraordinary. Like it can just be a standard Marvel film, like this movie, you know. Yeah, which I do believe it was. I just also think it's kind of hard because now that I've been noticing significantly that Marvel movies are just getting better in general. Yeah, they are. Maybe I had a little bit of higher expectations, but just in the screenplay, sure, really. Sure. I mean, Brie Larson was a great choice. She's, she's amazing. She's amazing. I love her. She's an I amazing really actress. She and, really is. And I feel like she's, well, she's really... she's an Academy Award winning actress. She's an Academy Award winning actress. <laughs> she, she's fucking great. And she's just all around a grade A student. <laughs> yeah. So... Yeah. So I pr- I definitely had some high expectations for her playing Captain Marvel just because she's amazing and and just because Marvel movies have been so good lately like it's just yeah it's hard not to raise these expectations on yeah. on Marvel who happens to be doing things right and I'm not saying that this one was not done right yeah they're getting there better. there are just things that maybe could have been better well Dark Phoenix is coming out and that's. That's another female-led film. I mean, she's the main character. She's the that's title true. character. That's that's a big deal. Very true for the X Men series and for Sansa and for for yeah, that's Sophie I mean, Turner. I, Sophie Turner, exactly. You know, I don't want to be shitting on her because and, she's and cool. she and she's a great actress as well. She so is, she is. so I'm actually excited to see how how she takes on that. I role. think that's gonna do well. I think we should go see it. I think it will. Yeah, the trailer looks pretty. It damn does good. look really good. And you know, I I like uh, that they cast the. Um, the kid from uh, Ready Player One in it as the, the well he was he was in it the last time wasn't he he was in it in, in Apocalypse I don't know I didn't see he it. played a I, I didn't see him in that what's his name Gazer Beam Gazer Beam <laughs> No, it, I no. don't know his name. His, his name's Cyclops. His is name it? is Cyclops. Yes, his Emily, name I is Cyclops. I was going to say Gazer Bean. <laughs> it's Alessandra. not Gazer because that's really incredible. Alessandra. And his, his little visor looks just like... It's exactly the same. Or, you know, Jordy LaForge. Jordy. I know his name. Yeah. Gazer Beam, Jordy, Cyclops. Come on. Let me just make sure I'm right. Cyclops. X-Men. It is. It's him. It's him. It's him. I mean, he's taken up the reins yeah. uh, from, uh, what's his name? James. G- James uh, Marsden? James Marsden. <laughs> is he is he right there? He's right there. Yeah, there he is. James Marsden, yeah. He's he's so handsome, James Marsden. Um, oh, I do want to, I also didn't bring up, but as we were discussing the movie after watching the movie, um, yes. Alessandra had, had made a very nice observation. What did you do? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I did nothing. Uh, <laughs> audience. I did nothing. I did nothing. What do you mean? Stop covering you with your foot. <laughs> I did nothing. I just spilled. She, she spilled liquids but on it's my... It's clear liquid. It's fine. But smelly liquid. Emily, it's fine. Uh, it's fine. Anyway, Alessandra described the the movie as like a, a buddy cop. Mm-hmm. A buddy cop film mm-hmm. between... Captain Marvel, obviously, and uh, and Fury because Fury was he was definitely a shining a star. He was a shining star. He in was this. he was a, like another main character. Like to me, he was the other half of the movie. Oh, most definitely. And, and I, I did not expect that at all. I thought I, I it really needed him too because he was really funny and he was a great 
a great counterpart for her. And there was a funny part in this article that uh, Samuel Jackson comments on his character. It says, uh, uh, this film marks Samuel Jackson's ninth appearance as Nick Fury. But what? The, but, really? But this, Shit. <laughs> but this younger Nick is different from the espionage expert yeah. we've met before. So different that there were times Jackson himself didn't recognize him. I'll, mm. And then he quotes, I'll read something and I'll read it as present Nick Fury and I'll go, he would never do this. <laughs> Jackson says, and I go, oh, wait a minute, he's not in that place yet. Yeah, he's not. That was like Coulson, too. He's like, he's like baby Nick Fury who's never met an alien. I loved it. I loved him being young. I, I loved him wish... cuddling the cat like, every yes. scene. That was adorable. I, and I just loved him, like, reacting to things. Like, he's just like, he's just like, lady on top of the blockbuster, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, yeah. and he's just, he's just not phased by anything, even though he hasn't He's kind of like, what? You know, but, like, it's well, not... He's not, like, unexpecting that because it's his job. That's true. But he, he like, he hadn't met an alien, an alien yet. Until so he's... so maybe he should have <laughs> reacted funny. a little differently. I don't know. I thought it, I thought it was appropriate for his his title in shield That's true. You know, and then... Because, um... like, he wouldn't, he wouldn't have the job unless he was able to handle himself. Yeah. It, it's just interesting going into this movie after seeing, like, how great... Miles Morales like reacted to him getting his like Spider-Man powers. Like it's just, God, I know, it's man. so just like real and reactive and just totally yeah. just relatable. Yeah. But then you have like this awesome character that's Nick Fury who just is just an all around badass. He's so funny. I he I was love... hilarious. It was funny that because we knew he's gonna lose his eye in this movie and that he ended up losing it because um. Because of, of the cat scratch. Him. Well, but a, it's, a flargan? He's a, he's a, yeah, flargan. A, f- a flurgan? 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 A furglin? I think it's flurgan. It's like some... <clears throat> he's he's an alien, too. Yeah. Yeah. He's just like an, he's like a little alien pest, I think, is really what they're, what kind of it, it is supposed to be. Yeah, and, and again, a very, a very interesting, like, quirky character that you really wouldn't, wouldn't see. Because, again, this movie... Once you got to Earth, it seemed like a very plain kind of like it looked like a very plain low budget film. Mm-hmm. But then like you have these very like nineties like, low budget, yeah, yeah. And then you have like these very interesting like otherworldly things happening that just kind of takes it back out of like it's it's. Get me a, a New York bagel when I get back. Oh yeah, you do that, and then you have a second one just for me. Okay. Recording. Oh it's crap! Still recording? It's still recording. Oh, okay. Well. Okay. Hello, everyone. Um, we had a little upset because uh, it turns out I did kick it and it did not get plugged in. And I didn't Correct. properly look at my computer to see if it was actually plugged in and charging, and it was not. I, so uh, it turned off for I like did a ask millisecond. You, you were did. all there. You did. <laughs> you as our witnesses, Alexander, did ask me if it was fine, and I did not notice properly. It's fine. It's fine. We got this. Hopefully, this sounds good in post. We'll find out. What were we talking about? Nick Fury. Yeah, Nick Fury. So, oh, I was going to say that I think they looked at, at him when he was in um, Pulp Fiction, mm-hmm. and they tried to, like, l- make him look like he was in Pulp Fiction, because that was in 94, so. Mm-hmm. I liked uh, I liked his, uh, 
his uh his gun holsters. Yeah. Like over his like what he, he wore like some nice shirts, like some purple shirt. Did they CGI his face the entire movie? Is that what they did? Uh, Clark, 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 Greg, definitely was CGI. Clark Greg definitely looked CG. Yeah, he definitely did. So I'm gonna guess that they did it for for Fury the entire movie. Uh, Fury looked a bit better. I wouldn't be surprised if it was just makeup, but because I don't know, scroll looked great. I know he really scroll looked amazing. It's just he had no, he. I mean, not that he has any wrinkles, but he does look his age. That's true. So like, he didn't look like he does now. It's kind of crazy. He he really had some great makeup on. Yeah. I mean, he looked he looked a lot better than than Phil. The hair helped. Yeah, that's true. But it's just like his face looks smoother. I don't know. It just seemed like it was it was something It seemed like Samuel L. Jackson really enjoyed this movie. Like I feel like he he had a great time. Yeah, I bet he had a great time <laughs> just kind of seeing what Nick Fury acts like, you know, when he when he's not his, like, stern, serious, end-of-the-world self. Because this is a very different side of Nick Fury that we are seeing. I mean, how many movies is he, is his contract for? I want to know. He's probably one of the highest-paid actors in this so entire series. So other than the nine films that he was in, I mean, I'm assuming he's definitely going to be in Endgame. Well, we don't know. His first cameo, I think, is in Iron Man, right? Like, he shows up in the first Iron Man. Yeah. In the end. Yeah. Yeah. So, I think I think that was where it started. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And has he has he been in every? He was not in Guardians. No. No. He's not been in every one of them. No. He's only been in nine, and there's been twenty. That's so, true. That's true. I mean, that's a lot to be in, though. That's still a lot, and 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 if he's still willing to do it, because you know we all we all know some people are. <clears throat> it seems like he's willing to do it. I don't know what. He he's pretty in for this character. Well, the article makes it sound like he's pretty protective over Nick Fury. And, um, yep, yeah, it says right here. After 10 years, Jackson admits that he's become protective of his character. Okay. <laughs> uh, but he enjoyed exploring Fury's origins as a fresh-faced bureaucrat with two eyes and zero extraterrestrial experience. That's fun. Lots of fun. Oh, I was gonna say, also, Captain Marvel is actually the first Avenger. Because he writes Avengers in the end when he's typing on his old 90s computer. Um, it was what? It was, uh, the something, the, um, something initiative? Yeah, and he changed it to, he changed who, it who to said it. Avenger? Was it Clark Gregg who said Avenger? Some, somebody said it, and he's like, that sounds better. Uh, I think it was Clark Gregg. I, I, I think it was Coulson. Maybe it was Coulson. I think it was Coulson. And then, um, uh, the best thing ever happened, because Emily and I, well, let's talk about the little tiny end credit scene before we talk about the end end credit scene. We also need to talk about the beginning too, the the, the Marvel logo. Oh yeah, and then also the Stanley um, cameo cameo, which was a little bit more intricate than we originally thought. Yeah, it was a it was a little mishmash of a cameo. It was because he's like reading a script that's like a. From a movie? Kevin Smith movie script or something like that. So I read that somewhere. I could be wrong, but... So, I I guess we'll... Do you want to talk about that We're just not very good nerds, I think. Probably not. You know, I just feel like we don't... We don't really know what we're talking about. Most definitely not. (laughs) We we can only go off of the movies, and that is it. I'm so bad at this. Like, I feel like a really bad nerd. And you know what 
if there's any men out there listening to us saying, these girls have no idea what you, they're talking about, we need to mansplain to them what's up. Why don't you get somebody else to do it? Because we don't want to hear. <laughs> okay. <laughs> or, or I was going to say, you know, if there's any listener, both male or female. If you want to say it to us politely us, and, not, yeah. and not talk to us down, we would like that. Thank you. I'm just saying, I, I just don't like, I just don't like rude people, is all I'm saying. We're all, we're all, we're all friends and fans here. We are. And you know what? We think that way even when we go to our comic cons. We, we are, we are everybody, it needs to enjoy themselves and super nerdy people who are too protective over their crap is not fun. I'm every nerd. <laughs> it's all for me. <laughs> that was beautiful. Was on that it. was. Um, Okay, well, if anyone wants to explain to me who, uh, so we're supposed to know who Maria's daughter is. Hmm? Monica Rambo. Maria. Says, says right here, name should set off alarm bells for comic fans. So, not a comic fan. Oh, don't. I thought you were talking about Maria, like, Maria Hill, and I was like, no, 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 no. She's not even in this movie. Maria Rambo. Maria Rambo, her friend. Yeah, who's the daughter? Let's find out. Wait, what does it say in that article? It just, it just says, it just says, comic fans should know who this is. Oh, jeez. Oh, all right. Monica. There she is. Ram. Captain Marvel. She's awesome, dude. This girl she is, is so cute. badass. Oh, it looks like she's wearing a... She's an act. She's also a Captain Marvel as well. Interesting. Click that. This one? The Refinery 21, yeah. Monica Rambo, Captain Marvel. Cool. She's awesome. May have sneakily introduced the MCU's first black female superhero. Hmm, neat. The mild caption, Marvel spoilers ahead. Okay, well that's cool. Mm -hmm. So does she, like, become the next Captain Marvel? Yeah. Let's, yeah. Let's see like it. Alright, well, our recording stopped again, but it, we didn't talk much more after that, so it was fine. We, we have nothing more to say, really. Yeah, no. Uh, Monica Rambo. Uh, interesting to see if they make a movie for her. Maybe I don't know. Enjoy our ramblings. Really though, that's this whole episode. So finally, let's get to freaking Stan Lee. <laughs> so, the beginning of the movie with their with their usual like Marvel Studios uh, opening with all like the superheroes usually in it. Um, it was super amazing that they did it all with Stan Lee. And I was reading an article about. Kevin Feige talking about this, um, kind of saying that, you know, he didn't really want to make anything. Like, it's the movie right after, coming out right after Stanley dies. And, um, he didn't want to make it, like, very sad or, you know, mourning him. He wanted to make it, like, celebrating him. And so, um, and I think they did mm -hmm. a really amazing job. And he said it was a really quick, like, change to make before the movie released was yeah. to... Well, they didn't have time to do it before Into the Spider-Verse. Oh, definitely he died not. when that was getting released. That's true. But also, I mean, that was like his last cameo. So, and, yeah. and they had that cute little message at the very end saying yeah. like, thanks, thank you, Stanley and everything. So, and, and he had, and I feel like his cameo in Spider-Verse was like my favorite one just cause that was great. he had a little bit longer of a part and he kind of like said some very meaningful stuff. Like, especially since Spider-Man's like his favorite, his baby. It is. It's his baby. So super meaningful. And, um, uh, and so I really loved how the movie opened with just all like Stanley doing all of his like awesome superhero poses of like drawing and, yeah. and writing and just yeah. being all, adorable. All of his cameos. Yeah. All of his cameos in all the movies. So that's super, super sweet. 
And then he had, we like, I mean, we already covered the thing on the, on the bus. He, he looked, he just looked very CG'd. Yeah. His cameo on the, his cameo. It did. It did. On the Metro. I don't know what they're going to be, be doing in the future for that. Well. That, that we'll see. Yeah, we'll I see. guess we'll have to you see. Know, we'll see exactly the way that we'll see how uh, Star Wars Episode Nine goes. Oh, yeah. Because they, assuming they say that they have all of Princess Leia, all of Carrie Fisher's lines are things that she's already recorded before she died, which is just crazy to me. Oh, my gosh. The fact that Ryan Johnson recorded shit that he didn't use in the movie already proves that he was terrible, but okay, thank you. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Oh, no. Oh, wow, you're really worked up about this. I am. I'm still... That was... The more I think about the movie, the worse it gets. Okay. Then let's not think about it. Okay, so after credit sequence. Yes. Mid-credit sequence. Yes. Which was nothing. Which... It was kind of... It was nothing. It was nothing. It, it, was, it was great to see, you know, Cap. Bearded Cap. Bearded Bearded Cap. rid of his beard, even though his beard is beautiful. Oh, don't get rid of it. So, he does in Infinity War. In, in Endgame, he gets oh, rid of it. Oh, no. You saw the trailer. We talked about it. We broke down the trailer, Emily. It happened. Oh, I like Captain Scruff. Oh. He's so much more serious with that beard. Ugh. That's okay. It it served its time. <sighs> it did. It, it, like all the other uh, Avengers and people, had to, had to, had to fly away. <laughs> <laughs> Had to turn it into dust. Had to turn. Had to turn it into dust. <laughs> so yeah, but you know, I think he does it to get himself. Like I feel like it's it's not gonna happen until like halfway through the movie where he's like, we have to be ready, and then he's gonna go to be battle shave. ready. So he's like prepared. He's gonna <laughs> shave and and like quaffed his hair. <laughs> yeah, and like put some gel in it. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna patch up his holy suit. Probably gonna get a new he's suit. So beautiful. He's really. He's really. He's a, a beautiful man. He really is. He's he's a. It's a very nice looking young man. <laughs> <laughs> and so the end, so after after that scene. Yeah. So so Nat and him are talking, they're like, everybody's dead. And we're like, okay, again, bad writing, but all right. They're like, everybody's gone, I don't understand. And then they go to um, Captain Marvel's little pager. I feel like they took this piece, like, out of out of Infinity War. Like, didn't they do the exact same thing? They were all looking they over did. the screen. It was the same shot. The same exact shot. You know what it was? Actually, it's not Infinity War. It's the Endgame trailer. Uh, what? Is it not? That no. Th- is it the end of Infinity War? It's the very, very, very end of Infinity War. Was it War. the end of Infinity War? But was I think it- it's like the flash shot of Infinity War where they're like standing and then they see... Oh, no, no, no. That's a... No. <laughs> There's no denouement. There's nothing. There's nothing after that. It, it's, it is the Infinity... It's the Endgame trailer. That's what it is. Ugh. Yeah, so it's pretty much just them looking over screens, looking yeah. at the devastation. Looking at the dead, the dead. It's the same shot. It's the same shot as that. Yeah, yeah. and uh, and they have a they shot it at the same time. They have time the two way sure. pager. <clears throat> they had Brie get in her costume, and they did her hair for two hours. You know the beautiful hair that she had in every single scene. It looked it, it looked longer and more unkempt in the in the end credit scene. Because <sighs> you know she'd been I don't know she looks she, exactly the same to me. She'd been away in space fighting a war. Fighting a war for like uh, what, twenty years? She clearly wasn't one of the people who died. Um, yeah, clearly because uh, she showed up. I did and like she was like, "Where's Nick Fury?" 
Or where's Fury? Where's Fury? Because no, no one calls him, him Nick. Nick. No one calls him Nick. Or Nicholas. No, not even his mother. Or Mr. Fury. <laughs> Just Fury. That was the funniest <laughs> part when they were in the car. In the car. What's your mom call you? Fury. <laughs> so what do people call you? Fury. What about your mom? Fury. <laughs> yeah. But so they're all looking around. It's it's Nat and Cap Cap, and, and then finally Rody Rody comes Rody comes in, and they're looking at the they're looking at the the Captain Marvel pager that she gave she retrofitted for Fury. Yes, to only push it right emergencies. before he at the end of Infinity War, before he flies away, much like soon to be Captain Captain's beard. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just gonna keep bringing that up. Okay, and then um. So she just appears there in, in the shot. Well, yeah. Because it, it, like, died for, like, a second or something. And they're... They're like, where the... Why did it die? They're like, they're like, power it back up. Yeah. And then they turn around and she's like... Huh! Like, yeah. So, I mean, she wasn't... Obviously, she wasn't on. So she's going to be integral, I think, to defeating Thanos. I don't know how, but she's going to be integral. For sure. Yeah, I think I think a combination of of her and you know and once Nat, they once and, they get <laughs> and Hawkeye and Ant Man and Cap and who else is like Rhodey and uh, and and Stormbreaker Storm Storm right isn't that isn't that Thor's hammer's name Thor right Thor's there <laughs> that's right that's it Stormbreaker right oh, and and, and uh, the Hulk and all the original. And the and, and Iron Man, if he ever returns, all home. the OG, the OG, the well, OG. Well, yeah, <laughs> that gets me every time. It's like the OG, it's right in the feels, you know. I know the OG know. man. They are. It's their last movie together too. <sighs> Somebody dying before all their contracts end. This sad, you know. It's the end of an era. This coming, one more month. <sighs> I should think of another song. <laughs> I'm not gonna sing it. Um, the end of an era song. <laughs> Oh, I'm gonna cry for sure. You know, I didn't cry in Infinity War because I knew it wasn't the end yet. Guilty. <laughs> <laughs> I literally could not see through all my tears. <laughs> and I couldn't even talk to Alessandra afterwards. I like no, called, she, her. She called she, her. She called her. She was like, she, Emily, she me. call me afterwards. And I did. And I'm yeah, just like, she, ah. She like, <laughs> like, and I was like, it's was gonna like, be alright. <laughs> Yeah, she was, it was bad. It was really bad I was, like, alone at the mall. Like, people were staring at me as I was crying into my phone. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> Make a fool out of yourself. I was like, Mom, please come get me. <laughs> I can't. I can't right now. In French, like, and call me by your name. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Stop bringing up sad stuff. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. I can't um, help it. And then the after after credit scene. So we were watching the credits, and Emily and I were sitting there, and I can't we can't remember who th- brought this up first. I'm pretty sure it was you. I thought it was you. I really thought it was you. I yeah, really I'm like, a hundred percent sure it was you. To quote Alessandra, it was a collective effort. It was a collective effort. So basically, we're sitting there, and you know, like, waiting for the stuff to end. <laughs> and I thought you said, "Do you think that at the end, the end credits, that they're gonna have Goose there?" And then I was like, "He's gonna go." Ugh! And then we were like, yeah, like cat throw up where you arch the back. And so me and Emily are like sitting in this theater with the rest of the people in the theater. My boyfriend's sitting next to me, like staring at us doing cat throw up noises for like five minutes because this was what because was we happen. thought that we were this was going to happen. And and then it got to the end. 
And guess what happened? There was, it was, it was a shot of Fury's desk. Just yep. sitting there. And I knew. As soon as I saw a shot, I was like, it's happening. And, and then, I started crying because I was laughing so much. And out of nowhere, Goose jumps on the desk. I couldn't see. And he's just through sitting my there. tears. He's just sitting there being cute. And then. I knew it. And then out of nowhere, you kind of hear the little, like, kind of kind of like, kinda like <laughs> toothless when he's like, <laughs> throwing up a fish. <laughs> it's like. It's <laughs> 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 like, it's like a guttural deep. My, yeah, my cat, my whisk starts very deep. My cat whiskers used to throw up like every single day. She was exactly you. You saw, I heard, yeah, and saw, I heard and saw in the middle and, of the night throwing and up. And a lot of my stuff got thrown up on. Yeah, I got thrown up many times. So. Very, very much so. I love that cat so and, much. And it was, it was a, it was a time. We had to, I had to clean the carpet like all the time, at least two times a week. It was, <laughs> I'd, I'd say, I'd say it was, it was a good end credit scene. Yeah. So. Emily, I literally, the fact that it even happened. Sorry, I'm a little sick. Um, I was crying because I was laughing so she, much. She was crying. Honestly, I think it was you, though, because because all I, I brought... it was you. Because I, I think I just brought up what the end credit scene might be, and then I think you just brought up the cat, and then, and then I brought up the throw-up oh, noises. I really thought it was... I really thought it was you. The The fact that we can't quite remember how it happened means that it just had to be a manifestation of it both It really of our was. Minds. Like, sometimes we're on the same wavelength so much. You know, like with Gazer Beef. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes it shocks yeah. me that we are thinking of the same exact thing so often. You know? It's just like, where did you come from? You're like my, my soulmate. <laughs> Okay. Okay. I'm not gonna go that far. No, but, but you're you're my soul friend. Brain, like soulmate, soulmate, brain. You know we get no soul. You know it's just like our energies are like so in sync, so many, so much. You know, we we have been around each other for eleven years, twelve years. Yeah, yeah, that's a long time for that much time. Yeah, <laughs> like a lot too. Like, we used to walk to school together. Yeah. Every single day. Yeah. And then we had, we took every break together, too. So it was like, and then we had classes together a lot of the time. So it was like, we were together constantly. <laughs> we were together in our class. We, like, timed our classes around each other's yep. schedules. We did. We did that for four years of high school. <laughs> and not to mention our, our, like, tapestries of yearbook inserts oh, that we did I know. for each other. I was telling Danny about them. He, was, he started yawning. <laughs> really? My boyfriend doesn't care. <laughs> oh man, I, I just got, I gotta, I gotta like take a picture of one of these one day. They're amazing. And just, and just like post, post these crazy things. They're, we, remember senior year we had the whole, the whole like Hiddles page or was that, yeah. Was that no. me, was that me to you or you to me? I got, you to, you to me. You gave me, you gave me the, it had an entire page of Hiddles. And it said Hiddles on it. That sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> that was, that was the peak, peak, peak Hiddles, Hiddles craze. Peak before we burned it all. Except for that one page, because that page is beautiful in the yearbook. Oh, the only, the only page I remember giving you is that I made like a film strip. And yeah, I put, yeah, And I yeah. put like a bunch of our that favorite movies year. in there. That was junior year. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. We have all these like, we have all these like inside jokes that I would look at now and I have no idea what that was at all. I feel like I'd, I'd remember a couple of them. Some of them. Yeah. A lot of them are from, like, Family Guy, so that's, like, a reference. That's true. 
That's true. Remember that reference, the family guy? The boxer one? Oh. I can't even remember what what, what the funny oh. thing was. We're going to have to watch it. Oh, man. Yeah, I can't even think about it. It's, it's like he's being interviewed. <laughs> and he goes like... He has no coherent... Like, he can't speak coherent sentences because he's, he's gotten beaten up so many times. I think Deirdre is going to... <laughs> this is gonna be our best <laughs> like something like that. something like that oh my gosh I need to find that yeah <laughs> oh, oh man Scopey really something like that anyways <laughs> okay I'm gonna I'm gonna call the end of this if you if you enjoyed this hot mess of an episode it was episode. a bad episode it was a bad return episode return from from, from a month of not from being, being in hiatus yeah, yeah. being on hiatus yeah, sorry about that, guys. Uh, we'll we'll get better, I promise. Um, if you tolerated this episode, please uh, please like in this. Yep, <laughs> leave a review on Apple Podcasts. I can't speak. You're gonna have to do it. <laughs> or comment below on SoundCloud. Um, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts on Apple Podcasts as well. We would love to. <laughs> I cannot fucking do this. Um, we'd love, we'd love to know what you guys think. Previously, before this episode, please. <laughs> not, not in this particular episode. Um, if you like notifications on future episodes coming out, hopefully better than this, um, you can follow our various social media. Uh, there's Twitter at by the popcorn and Instagram at all by the popcorn podcast and Facebook. Just search all by the popcorn podcast and like our page. And you can email us. At allbythepopcorn at gmail.com or allbythepopcornpodcast at gmail.com. Yes, please give us stuff to talk about because obviously we're not doing such a hot job. <laughs> we have so many things to talk about though. That's we have true. to do the next indie. We have to start our, our alphabet. Okay. We have lots to talk about. We do. We do. We've lost stuff planned for you guys and uh, yeah. we'll we'll get back in the swing of things. We promise. Yeah, we promise. Okay. Bye, Thank, everybody. Thank Thanks you for listening. listening. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.